welcome to Library Life, the podcast where we talk about all things library. And some things not. My name is Shana. And my name's Jenna. And this week we're talking about going back to the library. On this episode, I will be interviewing Jenna about her experience going back to work, since I am currently not going back to work yet. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to touch on what we think the library will look like, or predictions about what the library will look like post-pandemic. Yeah. We're going to have a look at some of those predictions we made in the season opener mm-hmm. for season two, about some of the things we Trends thought were for, the- for 2020s. <laughs> so I think a lot of those need re-examination yes. in light of our current affairs. So yeah. we want to do that in the second half of the episode. And of course, we'll have our reading break about books that we are reading mm-hmm. and I know as always as always all right well let's get right into uh the interview portion of this I know. episode <laughs> it's like I'm a guest on my own podcast <laughs> so Jenna tell me a little about yourself no, well no 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 what you have to do is like the most awkward introduction ever is when you have to write an introduction about yourself in the third person and then someone else reads it who like doesn't really know you but is like the presenter like the host like, of the Jenna likes to. <laughs> I know. It's like, Jenna has won many awards, and she has been here and there, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And it's so awkward. So awkward. I had to do it a couple times, and it's like, uh, no. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so you the, already know who I am. Yes. Uh, so the first question that I have for you is, what is or were your general feelings about going back to work, and what were your, like, concerns um, that's a great question. That's a great question. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Not like we didn't just come up with these together before this episode. <laughs> no, I think that is a good question, though, for real. Um, I wasn't really worried about going back to work in terms of health and safety mm-hmm. issues. Like, because I, you know, I trust our management team and I knew that they wouldn't call us back without proper PPE and restrictions yeah. and stuff like that in place. And we got, like, quite a bit of, before we went back, we had to do this training on, um, like, like basic stuff, but, like, you know, how to wash your hands properly and yeah. social distancing. And just also what I thought was interesting is we did a bit of training on, like, um, some of the, like, social aspects of it, where it's, oh, like, okay. you might, you know, people might be experiencing mental health issues because of this. And also, it's they I remember there was a point that was, like, People are going to have allergies and are going to have regular illnesses, and you can't shun them. Like, everyone needs to be kind and gracious and, you know, understanding Mm -hmm. of what's a real threat and what's just normal illness. So I I thought, like, that gave me confidence to go back. Okay, well, why don't you tell us about what your first day back at work was like? Yeah, it's actually interesting because I think there's a lot of anticipation Mm -hmm. to return to work. And I thought, obviously, you think a lot about it when you're not working. Yep. You're like, what's it going to be like when I go back? And I, like, have some, like, I have friends at work, you know? Like, people I work with are my friends. Mm-hmm. So I was excited to go back and to see them. I think, though, it was interesting because I think it was a bit, like, underwhelming. Oh, okay. Not, like, in terms of... <laughs> well, like, then what were you expecting? Okay. Let's go I think, there. like, what I... Maybe underwhelming isn't the right way to put it. But I don't know. I guess I expected, like, a grand... Like entry, not <laughs> like a, you wanted the movie. No, <laughs> where it's like, well, maybe. Oh, I missed you so much. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I think I just wanted like 
more fanfare. And maybe that's just, like, selfish. No. But, like, more like, oh, like, it's so, like, I miss you. It was so great to see you. Like, what's been going on with your life? Yeah. I think what I was envisioning is, like, you know when you see a friend that you haven't seen for a while, and you're just like, like, oh, it's so good to see you, blah, blah, blah. But I think it's, like, realistically, these are people you work with, and they are your friends, but you're there to work. Yeah. So I think it was fine. Like, I wasn't, like, all heartbroken over it. But I just remember thinking, like, oh, okay, I guess it's just back to business. I guess that's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where it's like, oh, hey, like, how you doing? Great. Okay. Like, happy to be back at work. And there's been more of that, though, over the, more catching up over the few weeks Mm -hmm. since I've started working. But I think it was just, like, it was amazing how quickly it was just, like, business as usual. Yeah. And in some ways, like, it was a little bit of a letdown, but in other ways, that was great. That's what we need, because we just need to get back to routine and mm-hmm. back to normal. So I'm not mad at it. Mm-hmm. I think it was fine, but it was just, like, in something I noticed. I was like, oh, okay, like, I guess that was the first day back at work. It wasn't that big a deal. <laughs> but I think it's, like, one with a lot of things in your life, right? Mm-hmm. For sure, like, the first day back to school. Yeah. Where you, like, you have big ideas about it because it's the first day. Your expectations are high, and then it's like, oh, okay, it's it's really just like going to work any other day. Mm-hmm. So that was definitely something I noticed on my first day. Yeah. So then, what are the like the changes that your work has implemented? Like, I don't know if you want to touch on like what are the something that's totally different that you were that yeah. you were doing before. Or yeah. Well, I think obviously the first thing that's different is like the building itself. Mm-hmm. Is obviously there's no customers right now. So I should have said that in the beginning, sorry. <laughs> so how we went back to work is we're doing curbside pickup. Yep. But there's no customers in the building. But the so I work in the information services department and in local history. And the information services staff were doing all the email questions and all the phone calls. Okay. So we had it set up so that the phone calls come through voicemail. And like so they didn't the phone didn't ring, everything went to voicemail, then we would return the calls. That's how we started off. And then there would be emails. So that was, there was a ton of emails and a ton of messages. Mm-hmm. People just asking, like, how does the curbside work and all that stuff. So it's weird because there's still two people sitting at the info desk, but there's no customers. <laughs> They're just doing their <laughs> yeah, own Yeah, that thing. must feel so weird. It is. And, like, there's all these, like, things on the floor, like arrows and stuff. Like, there's certain ways you can walk. Okay. So kind of um, like when you go to the store. And- yeah. yeah. But it's funny because, like, a lot of the staff who work in the back have, kind of taken over the public floor hmm. so like because they have to social distance people have their their desk the library is definitely not big enough to have like no. people's desks no like, two meters apart no definitely not so people have moved their desk out into like the tables where customers sit at normally mm-hmm. so that's like different and you feel like you're getting away with something you know it's yeah. like when you're at the library after hours if you've ever been at the library Anytime after it's closed to the public mm-hmm. um, for a project or whatever. So that was different. And they have, like, all their, like, shipping boxes and, right. like, boxes of new books and periodicals and stuff are just kind of spread out. It gets organized, but it's spread out, like, in places it wouldn't normally be. Mm-hmm. So that's different for sure. And the staff room, too. Like, you can only have, I think, two people in it at a time and one person, like, prepping. And you have to go in one door and go out another door. I never even thought about what it would be like to eat your lunch or have your break. It's interesting because 
they made other areas of the library like staff rooms, quote unquote. Oh, like places where you can go and eat. Yeah. Yeah. So like the little window alcoves we have, but they have armchairs in them. They're like, you can have two people there and they have all the chairs that you can't use turned around. Oh, like that, that you can't sit yeah. in because they're too close. Mm-hmm. And there's like signs up that say like occupancy too. Hmm. And then you have to clean everything you use yeah, in the staff room. So like you have to wipe down your chair and your table. And like if you touch the microwave mm-hmm. or anything, you have to wipe it all down. So it's definitely different. And it's interesting like the effect on social things. Because I always just like chat with whoever's in the break room. Yeah. Or, like, when you have lunch, you just go in there, and it's like, oh, hey, who's it going to be? And, like, mm-hmm. yeah, sometimes yeah. people do their own thing, but a lot of times it's, like, you kind of end up having conversations with people because you're in the same areas. Mm-hmm. So, I've noticed that all my breaks I take alone, pretty much. Hmm. Because there's, like, I don't know, unless it's, like, kind of planned, where it's like, hey, you going on a break? Okay, let's go sit in the alcove. Yeah. But, because there's three options for people to go on their break, right? So, you're not all gathered in the same mm-hmm. place. So in some ways I don't mind that, but in other ways I'm like, oh, I kind of miss that, like, organic social yeah. interaction. But yeah, so that's, like, it looks different. And it's mm-hmm. funny because they have, like, obviously the conference room is too small to have right. people spaced out. So they're using all of our study tables and they have, like, a projector up, but everyone has to sit, like, three or four chairs apart. <laughs> so it's so <laughs> funny when you see people in meetings, there's, like, six tables all lined up, but, yeah. like, there's, like, two people per mm-hmm. table. It's like no one likes each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. So there's like lots of moments of humor in yeah. it. But yeah, it's it's different for sure. Mm-hmm. So, but it's like encouraging that it looks different because you know that it's not, it's not business as usual. Like yeah, they do care sure. and there are things being put in place. Mm-hmm. Well, and everyone is going through this for the first time. So it's not like you have someone who's like, oh, I've done this like three times already. Like, yeah. Yeah. And they're just trying to figure it out. Yeah. To like every day what it's going to look like. Um, but we had our plexiglass put up at the info desk. Ooh. How does that? <laughs> it's different. Yeah. It's not as bad though as you think. Like we don't have customers coming in yet, but it's to prepare for when we do start getting mm-hmm. customers. And at first everyone's like, oh, that looks like I don't want that. I don't like that. Like it's not that people don't want it, but it's just such it's a so different. Like, yeah. Such a barrier. Mm-hmm. But I've kind of, over the last few weeks, as I sit at the info desk and just talk to staff through it, it's been fine. Yeah. So, like, that's kind of a nice transition period. Well, and it's, like, clear, so it's And there's, like, like, a hole you can put stuff through at the bottom. Yeah. And you can kind of, like, like, the pieces are just, they sit on the desk. They're not, like, officially attached, like, oh, at the grocery not, like, store. Oh, they in or something. Yeah, they have, like, stands they sit in. Oh, interesting. So they can kind of, like, they're secured, but they're obviously temporary. Mm-hmm. So that's a good sign. Yeah. It's not like, you know, like when a drummer has like the, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the screen around them. It's not like that. <laughs> All right. So what has been like the most surprising thing that has happened and then the least surprising thing that has happened? It's like it's hard to talk about surprises because everything's different, right? Like you just don't know. Mm-hmm. And everything's changing. Like every day you go in, there's, things are different because the situation's evolving and like they're figuring out better, better ways to do things. So, yeah. most surprising, that's hard. I would say, like, kind of what I was saying earlier, that it's just, like, it's how quickly it just was normal. Mm. Like, by the second shift, I was like, okay. Because, yeah, like, I, I work in local history. So, for me, that piece is a lot the same. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm working on my projects and digitizing So, like, your stuff. role hasn't changed that much. No, and even, like, working on the info desk, it's similar, 
but it's not um uh what should i say it's it's different mm-hmm. but it's also very similar it's just instead of helping people like we answer the phone when we do email regular yeah so you're still helping people just not you just don't have them there so Which my <laughs> to be honest that sounds kind of nice a it is bit. a little nice like you miss the customers <laughs> and like the first few weeks you're like, oh, this is, like, such a nice break. and yeah. But then I find now, like, at three weeks in, I'm like, I kind of miss my regulars. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of miss hearing that stupid joke from a customer. Yeah. Or, like, I miss, like, the satisfaction of helping someone in person, you know. Well, and then seeing the results, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that that would be the surprising piece is just how quickly it was, like, business as usual. Mm-hmm. It is nice, though, not to have the customers because for for some things, yeah. Um, obviously, the customers are the reason why we even have a library. Of course, we can't have a library without them. Yeah, but like for some projects in local history, where I'm like, okay, I can just like spread all this stuff out. You don't have to like, and I don't have to worry that like a customer is gonna come in and like mess it up or mm-hmm. not. I shouldn't say mess it up, but I, like a customer is gonna come in and I'm gonna have to kind of move it so they can do their thing. Yeah. So, um, but in terms of least surprising I don't know if this is like least surprising but like I kind of knew there was going to be like a bit of a chill vibe yeah and I was like yeah, looking then... forward to that like so mm-hmm. we get to dress casual right now it's nice which is kind of nice although I don't because I'm like I dressed casual for like three months <laughs> I like wore the rattiest clothes I own I want to dress like work clothes um but I could have the option of wearing jeans or whatever mm-hmm and then it's just nice that it's like, okay, if I'm talking to someone at the desk, I don't have to worry about, like, which customers are listening. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know how, like, there's it's not that things are secrets, but they're, like, we're not going to talk about a customer's problem or question super loud and all the other customers are going to hear. Like, yeah. there's a sense that there's a little bit more of, like, openness where it's like, okay, if we need to just stop and talk about this, we don't have to wonder, like, okay, who's listening in? Mm-hmm. Are people hearing things that shouldn't be public yet? Well, you know, kind of always have to have that, like attitude like in body language of like interrupt me approach me yeah exactly like, yeah so i've been enjoying that and that i, I kind of expected that so i guess mm-hmm. that could be my unsurprising thing it's your unsurprising thing yeah yeah it sounds similar to um, like i guess it's been five or six years since the library i work at had a, like a huge renovation mm-hmm. so we were closed to like the obviously to the public for i think it was a couple of months maybe mm-hmm and it's like what you're describing is very similar where it's like, oh, it's like you can, you don't have to dress as professionally. professionally. And then we kind of started listening to music and like yeah. we didn't really, yeah. So, okay, that's good to know that I'll be, I have some knowledge of. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'll find on. the situation very similar in terms of being close to the public. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, like I feel like I can have my phone out. Like I use my phone for work stuff. Sometimes, like, sometimes I just need to take a picture of something I'm working on and, like, reference it at my desk. Yeah. And, but when customers are there, I always feel like, are people thinking that I'm, like, on my phone? Yeah, it's, that's so foreign to me, because, like, since we, well, both of us started shelving. Yeah. And it was very much, like, you are not allowed to have your phone on you at all. It should be, like, in your yeah. locker, in your bag. I think that's still kind of the attitude yeah. for all staff. But for me, I'm, like, I'm using this. I always am conscious of who's, like, looking and who's mm-hmm. watching. And, like... Sometimes I say, like, I explain to people, even if I don't need to, like, oh, I'm using this for work. Like, I was taking, I was transcribing something, and it was just easier to take a picture of it than to have to, like, look at the actual thing. And Yeah. So, for me, I'm like, I think people can tell, though, when you're, like, 
texting or emailing or looking at Instagram or whatever, and you're <laughs> not supposed to be working. Yeah. So it's a totally different vibe though when you don't have like customers. Yeah, because at least you. like you're not worried about your public image, right? Yeah. Like you, like you, obviously you worry about what other staff are gonna think, but you're not worried that the library is gonna look unprofessional and someone's gonna write like this mean Google review, <laughs> or, you know. So your boss is gonna walk by and you're gonna be like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's you're still like you still want to like. I just tell people like, oh, I'm using this for work, mm-hmm. you know. But anyways, that's a tangent. Anyways, that was a big tangent. <laughs> All right, so you've talked a lot about your feelings going back to work and like, <laughs> yeah, the vibe about what working without customers is like we haven't actually touched on what are the how is curbside working yeah for your library yeah i definitely want to talk about that because i think a lot of people listening are interested just to compare how their own libraries are doing Mm -hmm. it or not doing it yet so for us curbside is happening all outside Mm -hmm. i think it depends totally on your building but um in our situation what they ended up doing was they rented they call them pods but they look like shipping containers okay and they're probably like 10 foot by 10 foot, like mm-hmm. they're squares. And the returns go in them for 72 hours. So if you're a customer, first thing you do, you drive in the lot and then there's a staff there that greets you mm-hmm. and they say, okay, if you have returns, pull up to these pods and then you can pull into a parking spot and call for your items. Okay. And items are getting done by holds. So you have to put something on hold and then you get a notification when your hold is ready mm-hmm. and then you can come pick it up. So it's just like regular picking up a hold, but someone, you have to stand in line outside to get it. Right. And a new thing we introduced too is people can reserve book bundles for kids. Oh, that's cool. Because a lot of parents were like, well, we just like want picture books. Like we're not going to go through and pick out, put on hold like 10 picture books. Mm -hmm. So there's um, different types of children's books that you can get in bundles. That's cool. So yeah. So you pull up, do returns. And I think there's, like, four shipping containers, and it rotates through the days Mm -hmm. so that they can be in there for 72 hours. Then after the 72 hours, the shelvers empty them and bring them all inside because they've kind of had their quarantine, the books. Yeah. And then they get checked in and they get put away. But, so you go through your pods, and then you park, and there's a sign that says, call this number. There's a dedicated line for it Mm -hmm. so that they can get through right away. It's, like, a, it's not, like, a regular library number. And then they call, and then the person inside writes on a piece of paper what their library card number is, mm-hmm. and what their their name is, and how many holds they think they have to pick up. Okay. And then somebody else takes that paper, and then gets the holds. They check them out to the person, and then they put them in a paper bag. Mm-hmm. And then in the paper bag goes the program guide for the summer. And I think yeah, there's like another yeah, yeah, like a little paper. And then the bag goes out to the person who's, there's a table right by the front door. Mm-hmm. And then they call your name and then you take it and you leave. And there's like X's on the ground for people to line up while they're waiting for their name to be called. Cool. Yeah. So, and I think they just introduced iPads too. So people who don't have cell phones can just put their information on the iPad. I haven't been out there since they started that. Mm-hmm. And it actually, it seems to be working really well. Yeah, it seems like you I guys think like the all. management team did such a great job with it. We've had some really, really good feedback from customers about, like, how smooth it was. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of moving parts with holds. Oh, yeah. There's been a few things, like, where if a holds can't be found, <laughs> it's a little trickier. Yeah. Because you know how it goes when you have holds in a library. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think that's happened very often. Like, it's just, it's, like, regular, right? Like, things happen. Mm-hmm. But it's been really smooth. We have all of our holds. They don't fit, obviously, on our regular <laughs> hold shelf. So they have them all in our auditorium, like, our programming room. Yeah. 
they have like temporary shelving up. It's very organized. Obviously, it's a library. <laughs> and then they're using like the children's department to put all the returns in and organize them all. Mm-hmm. It's like Shelver Central in there. And it's like crazy. Like carts. It's it's crazy but organized. But there's just like carts everywhere and they're sorting stuff and there's all the bins are stacked up in different places. Yeah. And then they're wiping all the carts down with like once they push a cart to a new location, you wipe it off the oh, handles and everything. So. Glad I'm not a shelver. Yeah. Anymore. They're like the they're the nuts and bolts of of the library. Like they always are, but especially now. So that's, like, the practical piece mm-hmm. of how it's working. And then at the same time, people can call and email their info questions. Right. And then um, in the next few weeks, we're going to be doing computer time. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. That's by, when I'm going by back appointment. to work. When, yeah. When so we'll probably talk about that in another episode. Yeah. But that's just how it's working for us. And, like, the rotating through the shipping containers really seems to be working. Mm-hmm. Because, like, there's you just can't store it inside. No. So our book... Sh- shoot is closed like it's Mm -hmm. boarded up you can't put stuff in it and we're only doing returns at the main library yeah like the branches aren't doing returns like and i was wondering too if there'd be like a lot of people at the same time Mm -hmm. but the natural flow like sometimes people have to wait in line a little bit but it's not like there's like 100 people in line yeah and uh i think we don't do appointment times it's just like you come between the times we're open and and it seems to... I'm not really, like, in the thick of it because I don't work in a department. Mm-hmm. I help out with it, but I don't... It's not my main job. It's, but it, from what I've seen, it seems like it's working really well to just have drop-in times. Hmm. So it seems like your library's doing a good job. Yeah. I, I've been super impressed. Customers seem to be happy. So so we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. Before we go into our reading break... Do you have any advice or tips for people going back to work? I think the biggest thing, it's simple, but, like, be flexible. Mm-hmm. Like, you just got to go every day knowing it's going to be different. And if you accept that right off the bat, you'll be okay. Because mm-hmm. things change. Because, like, the government guidelines change all the time. Yes. But also just, like, they get better ideas. Or there's always things changing. And you just have to have a certain amount of, like, I'm not going to know the whole picture. Yeah. And I'm just along for the ride. And also just, like, you got to let go of, like, it's not my job to do that. Mm-hmm. You just do whatever needs to be done. So think of it like working at a branch where you just do everything. Yeah, I think people who work at branches probably will have a better time mm-hmm. going back. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. All right. Let's do a reading break. Great. Reading break. So the book that I am currently reading, I have talked about this book before, but did not finish it. Um, I'm reading it again. Moon of the Crystal Snow by, oh, I'm going to butcher this, um, Wab, Wabgeshi Grace. Oh my goodness, we looked this up last time. We actually <laughs> need to figure this out. I'm not, you look that up while I Okay, talk you talk about, about the book, book again. I'll look up how to say his name. So in case you uh, didn't listen to the episode or forgot about what this book is about, it is written by an indigenous author, and it's essentially, a, I guess it's kind of post-apocalyptic, where it's something big happens, and it's based in this uh, on this reserve, in this community that's kind of already naturally cut off from the rest of the world. Yeah, it's like a northern reserve. I read this book. Mm-hmm. And something big happens, and it's kind of like the reserve and people in it trying to figure out how to live life without like electricity and without cell towers and without all that Mm -hmm. do you like it i do like it how far are you this time um 
I started, I decided I was going to start from the very beginning just so that I can, you know. Okay, wait, this is what his um, article says about pronouncing his name. Okay, here we go. So, he has it spelled out phonetically here. Wab G, no, I can't even do the phonetic version. Wab G Shik. Wab G Shik. Like G like he has it spelled phonetically W O B G E E S H dash I K. And the Gish okay. is like the the, the the emphasis. Okay. Wab Gishik. Wab Gishik. I think. Let me just check a video though, real quick. Okay, he says his name. Okay, so I just paused the episode to look mm-hmm. up how to say it. It's Wab Gishik Rice. Okay. So Wab Gishik Rice. Okay. <laughs> okay. I gotta say it a bunch of times to get it in my head. Alright, sorry, continue. Yes. How is the book? Where are you at? I'm still, I'm only like 12% into it. Oh, so, so you're not very far. I'm not very far. Um, I actually downloaded both from Libby, the ebook I found first, so I just downloaded it in the audiobook. I do. Because I enjoy this. The audiobook is a great experience. Highly yeah. recommend that. Yeah, really good narrator. I remember yeah. really liking that one. But yeah, so I do highly recommend this book. It's definitely one that I think. Most people will like and yeah, it's really interesting and it's a different spin on the apocalyptic mm-hmm, novel. Mm-hmm. But and they and also it's interesting because sorry, I don't want to interrupt you. No, it's, no, your, no. it's your book time, and I am going to talk a lot in this episode. I have talked a lot in this episode, <laughs> but I think it's interesting because it's like a lot of times with the apocalypse books, it's like post-apocalypse, so it's yeah. not during it. Whereas this is more apocalyptic, yeah, because it's happening in the book. It's not like ten years ago we had yeah, this we big, had this big event or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, I do highly recommend this book, and I am enjoying it greatly. The book that I just finished reading is called Hounded by Kevin Hearn, uh-huh. and it's the first in a series of the Iron Druid Chronicles. I thought it was good. It was a good urban fantasy book. It's different from what I normally read, because there's, like, not really any romance in this. Wow, Shana, what are you even doing? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but anyways, it's, it was a fun read. The main character is, like... 2,000 years old. Oh, Edward? <laughs> He's not a vampire, Dada. <laughs> He's a druid. Okay. <laughs> and um, he's disguising... He's trying to play himself off as his 21-year-old. Oh, so really, Edward? <laughs> so, fine. It's very similar, but not, because he's just trying to, like, survive. And then it kind of touches on this idea of there's different, like, gods and goddesses. Uh-huh. And there's one that, like, really hates him, like, really hates him and is like always trying to get him killed or like kill him and that's not the romance no because no okay it's not like a oh i love to hate it's yeah, like yeah, uh yeah. you embarrassed me and now and humiliated me like and... vengeance yes vengeance okay. so spell like him trying to like survive in this set in arizona and it's like he has his dog that he um because he can shapeshift okay. so he like his dog is kind of like his best friend, and they have these like really hilarious like conversations. <laughs> Anyways, it's a good fun read. Do That's recommend. fun. That's fun. Jenna, what books are you reading? Um, I'm actually just started listening to a new audiobook yesterday on my lunch break at work, and it's called. It's more in your vein, actually. Oh. It's called Undercover Bromance. Oh, I've been meaning to read that one. It's it's by Lissa K. Adams, mm-hmm. and. I don't even know how I managed to get it. I think it was just, like, available as a new audiobook. There's a bunch of people waiting for it now, though. It's basically about this group of guys who have a book club, and they read romance books, and it's, like, secretive. I'm only, like, a little... I'm only 6% in, so this is just the premise. Mm -hmm. They have this book club that's secretive, and they read uh, romance books. 
like hardcore romance books, not just like like thrillers with romance. Yeah. And it's funny because the opening scene is, you think it's going to be some sort of like illicit like mm-hmm. drop off or something because it's like they flash their headlights at each other and <laughs> it's like really fun. I think it's going to be a really fun read. And they like, there's like stuff about how they like, I think the author says like they unfolded out of the van or something. <laughs> and really what they're doing is they're going to this bookshop in this plaza. Yeah. Because previously they bought all their romance books online mm-hmm. and now they're like they're going to a real bookstore to buy their romance books for their book club. So, and they read them because it's like a manual to how to like get women. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, like I think it's going to be really fun. And the one guy, like the main character... He's like, oh, I love the romance books where it's like, um, they hate each other, but then they turn oh, turns to, to love. love. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, and then right after we got a bunch of his perspective, we get perspective from this like pastry chef who's like, oh, I hate the rich and blah, blah, blah. And of course, all the guys in this book club are like NFL players oh, and yeah, like yeah. rich business owners. So I'm like pretty sure there's going to be, obviously there's going to be a romance between yeah. this like pastry, pastry chef and this guy who is super rich and the way they this, the perspectives connect so far is that he is in a restaurant and he ordered this like super expensive like gold leaf cupcake and she's the one making it and she's like this is such a waste of money like he should yeah. donate it to the food bank and she brings it out to him and that's where I'm at in the book so I assume something's going to happen oh, with that them but I think it's just gonna be really fun mm-hmm. and um yeah, it's it's also just interesting to read like a romance, like a, a chick flicky type romance, yeah. chick lit, um, from a man's perspective mm-hmm. is really different. So, I thought this would just be a fun summer read, and I got to get moving on it though because I only have eleven days left. Because I it was like I kind of listened to the first like minute, but I just wasn't in the mood for it yeah. a few weeks ago when I first got it, and now I'm like, oh, I gotta like move through this because I think I'm gonna like it. So I'll be listening to that a lot over the next few days. Mm-hmm. But that's my big excitement. And I'm still working on the Genghis Khan book that we talked about in the last episode. I'm really enjoying that one. But I'm just like, I only really read it before bed. Mm-hmm. And I've just been tired some nights I haven't read. So it's moving a little slower. But that's okay. There's no rush. Oh, and I should also say I, I read the graphic novel for Lock and Key. Oh, yeah. How was that? that? It was good. It's like, you don't seem sure. <laughs> no, it was like... I just feel like I didn't get enough of the story. Like, it, it clearly goes with the other ones. Yeah. But, of course, everybody has them out right now. And I'm like, I don't even know when I'll get a second one from the library. Mm-hmm. So, but it was like, I think it set up a really interesting story. But I wanted to read that because I was watching the Netflix show. Cool, cool. All right, well, back to our episode then. Yep. In the last half of the episode... We are going to be taking a look back on the first episode of season two, where we talked about what new trends of the new decade, essentially, and how very wrong we we were. <laughs> and then we're also going to see, we're going to touch on how we think coming forward from coronavirus, from coronavirus, what the library will look like. Yeah. So let's look back. Let's we're just looking look at our back. notes here. So hopefully we follow the notes in the actual episode. <laughs> this is what we had written down. Okay. What's the first one? Okay, the first one we talked about was shift and roving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about how we thought a lot of the service would be shifted to roving around the library yes. and helping people. Mm-hmm. I kind of laughed when I first saw this again <laughs> before we started recording this yes. episode because 
No. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna I mean, happen. like, okay, so I have, like, gripes with the roving to yes, begin you with. Yes, do. <laughs> I, like, like, listen to that episode if you want to hear all my thoughts on roving. Mm-hmm. But... I think now it's like, how do you roll when we already have a plexiglass wall in between us? Yeah, and how? Yeah, how do you social distance? Like, I just feel like that would be frowned upon if people yeah. are like walking around for no reason. No, it's not that it's not for a reason, but but it's not like you're walking to get somewhere else. It's like yeah, like you're just wandering around. I like, and maybe that will change once mm-hmm. things go back to normal. But it's hard to know if things are gonna go back to the way they were in a while or if we're gonna have a new normal and I think it's obvious that we're gonna have a new normal yeah but my question is more like are we ever going to get back to something at least similar mm-hmm. where we're roving is important again because I feel like right now it's like it's not no like we're not roving that's not yeah. gonna be a thing but yeah I don't know I don't know either all right our next thing I think that we talked about was the focus is on the physical space I mean, I guess kind of, just in a different way. From what I remember, I think we were talking about, like, more focused on, like, this is a gathering place. like Co-working a... space. Yeah. Um, oh, dang. That's also kind of like, mm, no. no. I mean, it's definitely going to be a focus on the physical space and the fact that we're, like, trying to make sure people don't social distance. <laughs> but they do social distance. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so. But I don't think it's going to be, like... I think I was thinking, like, it'll be, like, this co-working space. Yeah. I think it's an interesting, though, that, like, there is still a community in the library. And yes. there's still, like, the customers still feel connected to the library, even though they're not in the building. Yeah. I think it won't be so much, like, oh, we have a free afternoon. Let's go hang out in the library. I think it's very much, for the next little while, just going to be, like, okay, we need to get some books or we need to get some movies. Yeah. Like, so what are the this, services you offer? There's a purpose coming to the library versus just... Oh, let's just go hang out for a couple of hours. Yeah, because I think what we had talked about is, like, making the library more of a destination. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think right now it's more of, like, delivering services, which I yeah. think is totally fine. And that's that's fine. I think they have to work together because, like, some of the services, like, Wi-Fi mm-hmm. and computer use and stuff, you have to do in the building. Yeah. But it's interesting to see how much the shift has been, like, has shifted away from coming to the actual library and more into like how can we give you services and deliver services to you online or mm-hmm. or um through like minimal contact and I'll be curious to see how much of that continues like especially like the online programs yeah. and stuff we talked about this in another episode but mm-hmm. um on that topic I should say I went to my first virtual program from a library Ooh, this how week was it? it was good it was like a zoom webinar so it's not mm-hmm. like zoom where you see everyone's face but it's like Zoom where the webinar uh, presenter is, has their video and it shows their screen. And then you can like ask questions in the chat. It mm-hmm. was really good. It was a webinar on like how to write a query letter for selling your book. And it was good. I liked that I didn't have to be on camera. And like I could just kind of listen and type my questions in. Mm-hmm. So that was an interesting experience. And it was really positive, I thought. Like I still felt connected to the, the leader of it. And I'll be curious to see if they offer more of that. Mm-hmm. Like, if that, even if after like everything. here to stay or. Yeah. 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 Because, like, it felt like we didn't have webinars before coronavirus. But, like, the library certainly wasn't putting them on. No. So. But I think a lot of people can connect to, um, who have barriers to get to the physical yeah. space. Well, and people might feel more comfortable attending a webinar versus coming into, like, uh, mm-hmm. like, 
like if you have any like social anxiety or anything yeah. along those lines. Yeah. This and even really like what we were talking me. about in our last episode about like um, diversity and mm-hmm. all that stuff and like making welcoming spaces, I think maybe the webinars or like online content can be a way in for people. Yeah, for who, sure. Like feel like they haven't been welcomed in the library before or, you know, wh- mm-hmm. whatever. So I think that's an interesting look at it for sure. And next trend that we think that we talked about was focus on e-collection. Well, we were right with that we one. We were so right. <laughs> Just not in the way that we thought we would Yeah. Be. Yeah. How would we ever have known? <laughs> but totally, for sure. For sure. Like, so many calls. Like, how do I get e-books? Yeah. I even just staff that I talked to when I came back to work were like, mm-hmm. I'm like a huge Libby person now. Yeah, Where it's not like they weren't before, but they're like, I really like bought into it yeah. during this time. And there's also been like a change in like the publishers with the e- e-books. Because I know we talked about like the Macmillan mm-hmm. embargo and how this has totally like changed the game. In... Like just in the way everyone will think about it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking about like how like the first Harry Potter book has been available like on like unlimited i think they did that though other times before yeah but i feel yeah i guess they did but there's been like definitely more there's more more like openness to it yes there's but yeah so yeah yes we're getting yeah we got one right (laughs) woo and then the last thing that i think we talked about was having less uh quote-unquote official librarians yeah we've talked quite a bit on this podcast about Mm -hmm. the role of the librarian and the title of a librarian and I feel like we might have been talking about more like a specialized library. Yeah, as well I think we were talking same. about different types of people with different career backgrounds. Yeah, who would come into come into the library to do things. Yeah, and I don't think that's really changed that much. I like you were saying is more like I think cross training and stuff like that is mm-hmm. going to be more of a big big deal just because it's changing so quickly and we, yeah, it's kind of like when you have to start over, which is kind of like what. The libraries have had to do since mm-hmm. they've come back from being off it forces you to like re-examine everything right like it nothing totally is taken for granted even just like how do we staff our days mm-hmm. like we had we always did it this way but now like we have to do it different so like yeah. what is the best way we can do it yeah and it's kind of eliminated all those like my job is in this box and i do not step outside of this box and people yeah. don't step into my box and it's yeah. kind of very much like, what I'm gathering from what you're saying is, like, people are just, like, chipping in and doing kind of a little bit of everything. Yeah. And it's been very flexible. Like, I think a part of that, though, and, like, a response to that flexibility is, like, the communication piece has to be there. Mm-hmm. And everyone's learning and trying to figure it out. But I've just noticed, like, when the communication pieces are missing... Ooh, everything falls apart. It's a hot mess. Yeah. And we've had some snafus with communication Mm -hmm. but like overall it's been great but just you know that's that's life that's part of part of it when you're doing something new but i think like all of the good stuff will rise to the top and maybe some of that stuff we were holding on to that we were just doing because we always did Mm -hmm. is gonna maybe start to like this is kind of the time to start thinking about what changes do we want to make and what where do we see the library going and this is kind of the time to like meant them because yeah because everything's everything different already is kind of all up in the air and yeah totally different yeah so that's that's interesting mm-hmm. for sure to think about it that way it's also a little bit scary mm-hmm. to think about like everything's gonna change everything yeah. that we know and love is changing but i also think it's very exciting it to is to be involved in, in something like this i think so as well and i also think the things 
things that might change, but they also won't, won't. change. Like, the library is still the library. Yeah. And, like, the people I work with, they haven't changed. Like, yeah. maybe what we're doing looks different. But the really important stuff to me, which is, like, the people. Like, I think it's all about people, right? Mm-hmm. Those people haven't changed. You know, serving the, the customers hasn't changed. Like, what it looks like might be yes. changing all the time. But those core pieces mm-hmm. are going to stay the same, right? And the needs are still going to be the same and stuff like that. So that's kind of how I see it. I try to focus on there are things that are unchanging and those are the things that we should hold on to, but also be excited for these new things that are changing. Yeah. And not just like everything's changing. I don't know where I fit. You yeah, know? for sure. Like you li- know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> the library is still the library. And the core reason why the library is there is to have access to information mm-hmm. and to teach people. And that's still happening. It's just in a completely different way. Different way. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a wild ride. Mm-hmm. Like, and just so much change so quickly. And, like, you just kind of have to let it let it pass over you and not hold on to it. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just so funny that we talked about all those trends. And now it's, like, this major <laughs> event is going like, to shift everything. Never mind. <laughs> and, like, just everything moving forward will... The world will never look the same. Yeah. Exactly. All right. On that... <laughs> no, but like let's it's hopeful. Note. Let's not talk about it as depressing, but let's talk about it as hopeful. And yes. like maybe things that needed to change are going to be changing mm-hmm. now. I or think that's where we need to leave it for sure. Yeah, and we're excited to see those changes. Yeah, for All sure. Right. Well, I hope that everyone who's out there who has is not at work yet, um, I hope you find some encouragement in this episode mm-hmm. to know that going back to work is not going to be as crazy as you think it might be. Yes. Maybe you have some, got some ideas about how to do things in your library. I'd love to hear what other libraries are doing. Oh, yeah, for sure. So please let us know. For sure. Mm-hmm. It'd be great just to hear the practical things people are doing. And if you have any tips or tips yeah. on getting back and... Yeah, because I think everyone's just trying to figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. But, well, you can reach out to us on Instagram at LibraryLifePod, on Twitter at LibraryLifePod, or you can send us an email at LibraryLifePodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And this concludes episode 27 of Library Life. May the good books be long and the bad books be short. Until next time. <laughs>